Tea. Whoa. Uh-oh. Showing your true colors there, buddy. What? Spitting at people. Fucking gator shirt. Sorry, ass team. I swear to God, he's always wearing orange. (laughs) I noticed that when I was coming up here. Every fucking time. Yeah. Um, Well, I just noticed, actually. We got the Gators and the Seminole shirt in here. I'll see why you wore a UCF shirt, but please don't. Yeah. uh, I forgot. What's your affiliation? All right. You pulling out the Mitch card? You should have worn your UCF stuff. I know. I should have. College night. I mean, he he basically did. Act like you're act like they're hot oh. shit and act like you're hot shit and then that's just true. do nothing. Gives it one four star recruit and that's their basis for the whole year. <laughs> How's it feel? One four star. <clears throat> I think you guys can't even beat us, and the SEC is supposed to be so much better. So you're because they started Emory Jones, who's I don't fucking hot shit. Have a head coach. I don't give a damn. The SEC is supposed to be so much better, and you can't beat us on a bad season on our part too, because we weren't even good last year. So we were jack. We were shit. Oh well, lost. I would have rather who? Who'd you start a quarterback that game? <laughs> uh, Mikey Keene. Keen? I'd rather have Mikey Keene. <laughs> no, I'd no. rather have Anthony Richardson. Facts. Heisman winner the next two years. Bum. Amen. All right. Um, you know who's not winning an award anytime soon? Any of the Orlando City players. All star breaks coming up. No one selected for the All Star game. I'm glad they aren't. Maybe he shouldn't have been there, but he definitely deserves a mention, at least. Who? Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. Cesar. Saved our ass way too many times this season. They both deserve honorable mentions, but nobody on this roster deserves to go play in that. As of right now, not a chance. I think I saw a video. Is Gareth Bale there? Uh, Probably. In the All-Star game, there's no way. If he is, he's made two, maybe three appearances. He hasn't had a start yet. Has he? I don't know. Last week, I think he might have started, and then when he absolutely dusted, uh, who was? Glad. Yeah, real Salt Lake. And was that on the wing, and he cut yeah. in? And yeah, just, yeah, and then just cut in and slotted it. It's like, and then later on in the same match, Chiellini just uh, obvious handball, and, and everybody's <laughs> so just bad. like, it's Chiellini. Yeah, fuck it, someone, let it go. If, if an American player did that, yeah. they're shitting on him, and we're getting the MLS is getting shit on. But since it's Chiellini, it's fine. Yeah. So far, Bale's played 18 minutes in a match, 25, 27, and 26. So I don't think he's gotten a start. But in those four games, he has two goals. Wow. wow. Signing attackers. What a th- what a thought. Competent attackers. Yeah. Because uh, I don't like I can't. I haven't got to see Angulo play. Um, I really haven't got to see Gio Akini play. Because he didn't really touch the ball. What was the away match we were watching at your house? Uh, DC. DC. I like well, to we, forget every fucking game I watch. I don't I honestly didn't really get to see him play against DC because he probably had max like six touches, and then he also had max five minutes. Oh, he came on in the set. Didn't he come on right when we were leaving to set up? Who? Giochini. Oh you? yeah, in that game. Yeah. 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 The last so, game. I, I just haven't been able to really see him play at all. He came on for about twenty minutes in the DC game too, though. All right, that's what I was saying. He got like maximum six touches because he was just he was played outright, and then we made more subs, and he was thrown up top in a five-four-one to By try himself, and save the game. Yeah. yeah. So, bless juice. Oh, I want to see what he can do with our first team. Yeah. Why do you think I've been trying to start him? Well, I've been trying to start him too. That's, I I just I don't know why we have him because like Angula right now shouldn't be starting. Can we see Wielder Cardenia start at some point? Maybe because Caesar needs some rest, but you also want to integrate him into the team slowly. And it's just, I, I don't know. Like we need change, and we need to make stuff better. But we also can't just throw these guys into the fire. So it's a, it's going to be a trial by fire, and it's not going to be great. But here we are. Kind of set ourselves up for that. As uh, a wise man named Claude once said, I'll let you uh, put the clip in. TV, Claude, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked. It's time to go! It's time it? to go. It is. It is. <clears throat> We're playing the final game against the USL side that anybody should come in here and be able to give us a shot to win. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Let's get somebody in here and change the culture right now. 
but you're going to have to do it way sooner than later. Because if we wait another week, and that man has three weeks to prepare for a final. Yeah, it's already less than a month, but. You're not looking great. We're not looking great right now. Look what happened to Spain when they fired Julian Lupetegui before the World Cup. All right, so there's still a chance that with our current form, we lose that final with Oscar. Oh, yeah. If Sacramento comes out and plays good football, so physical, fast what's, football. What's the loss bringing somebody in that's going to change the culture? It's just the fact that we've done so well in the Open Cup up to this point with Oscar. How, I don't know because our MLS performances have been terrible. But that's the one thing we've been consistent with this year is winning games in the U.S. Open Cup. Because the team believes in themselves. Because the team knows that they can win this because it's been a home game. You know what I mean? Like, every single match, like, they've continued to win. I think they believe in themselves in the Open Cup and know that that's their best shot at at silverware. I also think Oscar just lets them play in the Open Cup. Because if you look at the way his team plays in the MLS compared to the Open Cup, it's like a world of difference. Like, they aren't even the same team. Yeah. I mean, I really, like, not trying to shit on your take. I just haven't noticed that. I haven't really looked for it. But it's like we do play more free football. So there is a difference. Is it better? 100%. But then why not keep that style when we're playing in the MLS? It makes no sense. It comes down to the confidence of the team, I feel I feel like, is what it is. And they believe in themselves and not what's being told to them. So it's clear. I mean, that team last week, Saturday, was atrocious. That was disgusting. I, I saw a whole bunch of people, 11... 11 players out there just trying to collect a check, you know what I mean, is what it looked like to me. None of them cared about the club. None of them cared about the the fan base. None of them cared about anything else. It was just money earned for them. But why is there such a, like, dramatic difference between the Open Cup and the MLS? Because they're not winning the MLS, and they know that. You kind of saw that with the performance on Saturday. You know what I mean? Even if we make the playoffs, we're not beating FC. We're not, you know, New York, NYC, FC. We're not beating Red Bulls again. We're not beating LA in a final. We're not beating we're not beating any of them. We're not winning that and we're not winning the Sporter Shield. So our best chance is the open cup. So I feel like they're just like we have to go all out for this. But we played so well against Red Bulls. Why can't we do that in the MLS? We're just inconsistent. So I don't think we we know as a team we're not going to be consistent enough to beat Red Bulls in the MLS multiple times. You know what I mean? And especially when it comes down to it in the playoffs, like when teams actually care about that, because a lot of teams don't care about the Open Cup. We have to be real. Can it, you imagine what the scoreline would have been if we played Red Bulls on Saturday? <laughs> would have been like 6-0, 7-0. We would have gotten blown out of the water. Mm-hmm. I, that performance against any team in the top four on either side of uh, like east and west, it's uh, I don't even have words because it was that bad the performance was that bad I can't I think I said to you or I just said it when we were standing there in the wall I was like if we concede a second our heads are going down we're giving up and we're not doing anything the rest of the match what do we do we conceded a second our heads went down and we didn't do anything the rest of the match I swear you said like 30 minutes in I'm pretty sure yeah when did we concede we conceded the first what I can't remember. Kanata's over here. <laughs> Fucking choking on a Sprite. You need some... Aug- Wait. You good? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> choking harder. About that. Choking harder than Orlando City in the regular season. <laughs> Dang, you, no, yeah. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take a walk real quick. <laughs> you want to take your quick walk? That's a bean. You see, Orlando City, this is <laughs> you what see, you've done. <laughs> This is all. This is on Orlando City. Yeah, I was just trying not to spit it up because I started <laughs> coughing, so I had to like force it down. <clears throat> Forget. Um, we. Oh yeah, you said. Uh, so when was the goal scored? Uh, that's a great question. Let me look it up real quick. We're getting there. Add the um, what's it called? The Jeopardy sound. 
No, man, it's right up at the top. Fuck off. 20th minute. 20th minute, yeah. So probably like five, ten minutes later, I was saying we could see it another. We're done. Because you could already tell the morale was a little bit down. Um, and then it just went to absolute shit from there. So there was no saving that game once we conceded the first. One, I'm going to blame it on the smoke. The fact that we can't have smoke in that stadium pisses me off. I don't like... Cool. Ban the... What was it? The Flares. Flares. Thank you. I was going to say flames. Ban the flares. Sure. I know they were probably already banned. Fire Marshal didn't like it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But why are you taking away smoke that has been in the stadium since it opened? Makes zero sense to me. Totally off off topic. No, that's um, valid. Yeah. I, it's just kind of like they've given up on the season. Uh, and you do that with X amount of games left. I think we have like four or five home games left, maybe. <laughs> um, and it's just baffling to see them either give up on themselves or give up on Oscar. So you saw DC how poor they were, you know what I mean? <clears throat> One game in, you saw that mentality change, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, I really fucked it up. Well, Little City's bringing Kanata to tears. Facts. <laughs> Go ahead. I've talked for way too long. Go ahead. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> Bryce is on another fucking universe. All right, Dave, go ahead. I back the fucking smoke thing. Like, it's not even like it's exclusive to us. Every every fucking team has it. Pretty so cool, why so. are we getting like why why is it getting banned for us? It's just. A moot point to me. Like, fuck the smoke. Fuck the flares. I don't give a shit. I want my club to go out there and win fucking football games. Yeah, but it also, like, it adds to the atmosphere. And then oh, it, it, it also adds to the energy you see on the field. Like, for the Arsenal game, the atmosphere is fucking amazing. Same with the um, the Open Cup game against the Red Bulls. What happened? We played really well those two games. I'm not saying that there's, like, a direct factor between the two, but it definitely adds some sort of energy or something to the club. That we've been missing. I think there was a different energy in the wall in the whole stadium for that Open Cup game against the Red Bulls. One, because it was a semifinal. Two, just because the scenes in the wall were ridiculous. You see the pictures and the video that come out of that? And it's like, you want to be involved in that. If your heart is truly in this club, you want to be involved in that just because of the way that it looked. So then for the players to see that, the players to repost the pictures on their social media, and then the club to be like, "Mm, yeah, no, fuck all you guys. It's just kind of like, all right, that's kind of fucked up, and then we're here. It's not even like anyone got hurt or they're like any. Well, not not that I know. Your at shoes least. got painted purple. They look fucking amazing. They, they, yeah. Like I'm, I'm considering buying more smoke and just leaving them in a bin and just soaking it in because the they look fucking amazing. But like, not that I know of, no one got hurt, no reports or anything it just some fire ass pictures and a great atmosphere yeah so like what's the problem the problem is is we're never going to be able to recreate that though you know what i mean with this with the true problem that's going on and that's our performances on the field Man, you gotta getting choked up even talking about it. You gotta go out there and just cough your lungs <laughs> out and then come back. Yeah, you just gotta yeah, take a I walk. was gonna say I just I, take I, a clearly walk. Clearly, well, nah, go for it. I was gonna say no. Clearly, at this point, I feel like I'm muscling through it, so we're just gonna keep fighting through it. But off to you. It's just poor, man. Like I'm tired of it. I'm tired of going to the games, watching poor effort out there on the field. I'm tired of watching the games, the away games at home. Watching us sit back after we go up a goal. It's just... I'm just going to go cough my lungs out, bro. <laughs> yeah, I figured. You just bring Christian on. Oh, yeah, Christian, you want to come guest on the pod while he's away? Yeah. Let's yes. see. Introducing this goes. special guest. I'm wearing a... All right. Let's see. This right Christian's here. A new, new segment called Christian's Corner. Hello. You know, there's a mic. <laughs> there's a mic right here in front of you. <laughs> you need to bring it to your fucking face, you idiot. No, you don't have to put the headphones on. You just got to bring the mic close. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Arm. There you go. Hello. <laughs> Do I put these headphones on? Sure. You can, yeah. You can hear me now? Yeah, you can, I can always hear you. Hear. All right. Yes. All right, bring it closer to you now. Like, like there you yeah. go. All right. So your thoughts on the match? 
poor. Um, closer, closer. Yeah. Poor. You can hold it if you want. I think from a perspective of like a competitive, you know, when you want to compete, you compete. And I feel like from Orlando City's perspective, they kind of just gave up. They, um, they kind of just didn't try at all. I feel like there was just kind of no, you know, desire, motivation, no heart, heart, but no motivation. I feel like they just don't care. Good stuff. Um, besides that, yeah, no, I think the possession needed work. Passing was terrible. Uh, a lot of crosses that missed their opportunity. So, what about the finishing? What Poor. finishing? <laughs> I mean, there wasn't any. Well, how many shots did we have on target? <clears throat> Probably not. Not enough. Yeah, clearly. Because, again, that's the passing. There's no... Uh, we couldn't fucking string together three passes in a row, I swear to God. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your guest appearance on your first uh, OC Fan TV podcast. We'll bring Kanata back welcome. in now. As long as he's got his lungs back. We'll see. Yeah. That's how you use Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you wearing? I, I just got back from basketball. Is this your phone? I'm surprised you didn't wear the same shirt from last night. <laughs> the haunted house. Yeah. Oh, I, I clipped uh, you and Patrick, so the viewers will be seeing that at some point on our social media. Yeah. Um, we yeah. had 18 shots Eight against New England. Three. Yeah. Okay. Three on target Was out of One in every six? Yeah. I can do math correctly? One every six. I can do New that. England had 11, <laughs> 11 shots, five on target. Yeah, so they're about just under 50%. On target, and yep. we're. I, I can't do that math. One in every six. Three, I don't know. The, 33 or something. Like that. That's one in every three. Um, so what's half of that? 15, right around 15, 16 percent. All right, we're doing the math. 18 divided by. Let's see, OC Fan TV math. Poor. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just hear from TV? <laughs> to try to Bean. figure out the percentage, he did 18 divided by three. <laughs> All right, so 6%. <laughs> oh, no. This is interesting. You got to take one, too. Yeah. For what? For what the fuck we had to do earlier? Free work. Blame that on Al, who you have not seen on this podcast. You want one? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You stay here. You get a bean also. It's, it's, it's bean boozled, so it's either good or bad. But they all, like, they look the same. What the fuck is this? They're all fucking bad. This what is this? That's got to be liver and onions or cappuccino. How the fuck do you figure out the percentage? <laughs> oh, I'm retarded. It's the other one? way around, This one's isn't butter it? popcorn. This is butter popcorn or Not even egg? 2%. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did the actual math this time. Not even 2%? That's a lie. That's false, too. That's too much. Oh, no, no, sorry. 16% because you have yeah. to move the decimal. <laughs> Liver and onion. Mm. That was garbage. What the fuck did you get? Butter popcorn. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm not doing it. Well, we made Bryce do another yeah. first. We didn't want to so. Now get some fucking dirty dishwasher to wash it down. I'm surprised both of them that came out weren't. Like, at least one of them wasn't dirty dishwater. <laughs> yes. It's dirty dishwater. <laughs> Come on. We'll see other one. Oh, Tootie Fruity? Nah, he's got to do the dirty dish, Rosh Moore. To the middle one? I don't think so. What is that thing? I don't fucking know. Move the paper. I think it's Peach. (laughs) They're all just running together at this point. (laughs) Man, we're recording a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) What's the other one? Dirty Dishwater Birthday Cake. Where is it? Or is it Stinky Socks and Tootie Fruity? We're not doing that. Oh, well, that's poor from you. What do you mean? Can we hurry up? Oh, never mind. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> you got you to gotta chew and down this one. We only got so Just start talking. Uh, I can't remember what we were talking about, but... We're talking about getting the poppy the fuck out of here so we can uh, win football right, games. Here, then we're going to go through this Get real quick. Get the fuck out. All right, so we got two over here for a poppy is out. Where's he going? He just, he just, he Did you just throw the second one out? No. I just saw you throw two out. <laughs> one 
<laughs> no, you didn't. You're I watched liar. you. I You're one. a snake. <laughs> All right, you got another one after we no. stop recording. Um, so we got two on the poppies out train. What do you want? Like as of right now, currently. Like if I had to keep him or let him go today. What no, no, no. I'm, ju- I'm asking. Out, do you want him out right now, or do you want him to stay? Like if you could make the choice right now. <laughs> the dirty dishwasher. Oh, <laughs> so ass. <laughs> Pull the plug. The thing is, like. There's no the thing is, it's now or later. Later. I agree with him. Alright, wait. Crazy. I'm, I'm not saying now. I'm saying after the cup. I say win or lose, yeah. he's out. That's yeah. what that's, that's, my, right. that's what I don't give a yeah. fuck. If he, if he wins, good. Great. He goes out on a high note, but get him the fuck out. But then at that point, I feel the like cup. the front office still is going to be like, now nah, we're just going to give him the rest of the season so we have an off-season to fully regroup. I don't give a fuck. I get think Seb Hines coaching us. He's doing well with the women. I think if he wins the Open Cup, he might get to the end of the year. But if he loses the we're Open Cup, he's done. We're going to miss out on the playoffs in 100%. We're already out of the playoffs. I know, but we're, we ain't getting back in it with him. No out shot. of the last five games in the MLS, we have two points. Exactly. So there's right now, there's no shot we make the playoffs. Without him, we might. So then, why? Yeah, that's my thing. Why? For the Open Cup that we oh. m- still may lose. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm. Kind of, I'm on the train of we, whether whether or not we win or lose the Open Cup, he's out. But just from a a front office perspective, it is smarter to keep him for the rest of the season, not make the playoffs, reset in the off season. But from a fan's perspective, you just want him out. But then you got to go with an interim head coach, and you got to go through all this shit. And then it just it may be more of a disaster than going with like whoever the assistant coach was or bringing in. They're not going to bring in Seb Hines from the Pride, but fine, give me Jaws Bars. Yeah, you, sure. There's no need for that whole long process. You know what I mean? Like they should be interviewing for that job now. That's why my next question was: Is how long, or do you think they just started possibly bringing? They in should guys? have already been talking to people. You know what I mean? Like, if this if this front office is, and this ownership is real about what they're talking about and wanting to create mm. a winning team here, it doesn't just start with the roster. You know what I mean? It's it's the entire club. Mm. So they should have already been looking. They should have already been interviewing candidates. You know what I mean? Feeling out the the how the the position's going to be responded to. So it shouldn't be a whole, oh, well, Man United situation where, you know, you're going to have Regnick there for six months. You know what I mean? Like, But we were already planning our next coach. so It should have been – it should be like week, two weeks. You know what I mean? New coach is in. I think, I think with the Wolves being like first-time investors in like <clears throat> football or soccer, uh, I think they're going to see that we have a cup on the line coming up. And they aren't going to want to change anything until after it. I, yeah. I I agree. It should have already been happening from the moment we lost five to one against or five three to DC. Should not the the road win against Vancouver or the road loss in Vancouver. The five one was kind of that moment, huh? My Montreal. Bad. My bad. Yeah, that was kind of the moment that I was like, "What we the five one on the road?" Yeah. Yeah. We, that was that one watch party that we did. 4-1. Four, 4-1. One. Four, one, my bad. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, anything over three is just absurd. In that moment was kind of when I was like, what is going on here? So. All right. So we have five matches before the Open Cup. We play the Red Bulls in New York, New Lost. Jersey. Charlotte Actually, in Charlotte. Lost. We might win against Red Bulls at home. They're fucking. They're, ter- they're, they're worse just, than us at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we play NYCFC here. We play Seattle here in Miami, in Miami, and then it's the Open Cup. Seattle's the only game I could see us getting one point out of. Possibly Miami, just because it's a derby. You don't know what's going to happen. Then we play the Open Cup. We have five matches after that. So you have this five-match window before the Open Cup right now, and then five-match window after. I meant to look at the dates. Um, let's see. It goes from it's a month the Open window. Cup. It goes from the tenth to the the tenth of September to the 9th of October. After the yeah, Open I was going to say so yesterday would have been exactly one month before the Open Cup. So he's like, I mean, like at that point, you just got to give 
I think you could just give them the month and then you get rid of them. Like, are you like, really? It'd be nice to send him off for the trophy after the improvement we've seen under him. Not maybe not in the terms of performance, but getting into back-to-back playoff appearances, it'd be a nice send off for him. I my thing is is yes, I understand the viewpoint of we have that Open Cup trophy on the line, but we've seen this form. You know what I mean, especially in the past couple of matches. So, yes, we have a trophy on the line. So we're going to risk the fact that, oh, well, we've been playing good in the Open Cup compared to, like, what? You know what I mean? Like, there's still a very good shot that we go out there and we get smacked by Sacramento. I mean, I don't know about smacked. but it, That team that came out there on Saturday comes out to play against Sacramento? We're losing, but it's not. We're it's losing two nil with a thirty-five percent possession mark. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know about no. the possession. I think we'd have more point. possession, but we just wouldn't do as much in the attack. Yeah, a team that's fired up and wants to win like that against a team that looked like that, we're gonna we would get we would lose that game very bad. The quality disparity is still too far because we wouldn't get smacked. But you you sporting, say that sporting looked terrible in the attack couldn't do anything had more possession had like 30 shots but just couldn't finish yeah That's where we're at they right were now. they were the better nil team nil. they were the better team that game yes and it was still nil and nil so the fact that sacramento can't finish on that shows just the quality disparity because i wouldn't say we're at the level of sporting kc no but they still there. beat galaxy on this run too it's not like they've had a galaxy's mid galaxy's still it's better than like us uh, i mean we beat them right earlier in the us. season they're right around. Yeah, when we when we actually had form, like that's when we were talking about like we're world yeah, beaters. Starting to see our attack connect, and yeah. now and it was because Kara crossed in one pass to Facundo when he finished it. I don't know. Like at least he can put a I, fucking like, ball in. Juan, he needs to get the fuck out too. I I completely understand the the viewpoint, like where you guys are coming from. I get it, and it makes sense. But at this point, to me, we need to cut our losses and. And fix the the situation. I don't know. I can't. If so, you're saying get rid of Oscar right now. Yep. I can't hop on that. If we've been talking to someone, which I know we have not, there's no way. No, you never I, know. I don't. Yeah, you're All just right. saying it because it's a club, but like you never know. Because we are also like, yeah, we're not going to sign anybody in this window, and then we've popped yeah, out three signings. And you wow. heard nothing of it. They're fucking great signings, aren't they? But they're still signings. So you're saying that just because you're not hearing anything, nothing's going to happen. But we didn't hear anything about Giovacchini, Angulo, or Cartagena. And here because we we're not we hear- never hear anything. Yeah, yeah, we're so not the, hearing yeah. anything because mainstream media around here is not interested in reporting about Orlando City. Also correct, yeah. So it's left to people like us to put that pressure on the club. And we can't get credentials to get in there and start asking questions. We've applied. You know what I mean? I've seen that debate go around about, like, well, just apply for credentials, and you go in there and ask the questions. It's like, well, yeah, we fucking tried. Trust me. We want to go in there. I would gladly like to sit down in front of Oscar and be like, what was that? Obviously, more professionally. (laughs) Orlando City, please let us. You know what (laughs) I mean? Don't go too far. But it's like, if they're not going to be the ones to put the pressure on it, then we need to be the ones to put the pressure on them. And at this point... Yeah, I pray to God that they've been talking to somebody because I'm fed up. It's not it's it's not a great look for Oscar. Not a good look at all. The Dude, sometimes it's it's time it's time to cut your losses. Frank Lampard was the manager of your club. And you guys cut sacked him for far less. You know what I mean? Like obviously, yes, the standards are so much higher at that point. But that's like your darling child, you know what I mean? So yeah. what's the attachment? The fact that he's got us to our only two playoff appearances, has got us to a MLS's back final, and has got us to an Open Cup final. All right. Frank got us through the group stage of the Champions League. And a 4-0 loss to United. Congrats. <laughs> if that's what you're holding on to over the past five years, six years, well, that's congratulations. Just, that's just a statement. That is opening day. Anything? Do you want to talk about opening day? 
No, I really yeah. don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> he said not um, at this point, actually. Yeah, I mean, so no, there's not really a comparison there, though, just because he played for us for so long <laughs> as to where Oscar didn't have any connection to the club except for coming here after he went and managed in, in Mexico. So there's a difference there. And Chelsea, uh, I was going mm, to say Chelsea is also known for just cutting managers like that, but our history is also cutting managers like that. So, yes, but... I mean, I'm glad that we've given Oscar this amount of time because he's had his chance. Yeah, no, I'm glad that he's had his chance, but he's run out of he's run he's run dry for me. You know what I mean? Like that's it's the it's the end of the road. When did it start for you? Because it start towards the end of the season slash playoffs last year, or has it started this year? Summer. For me personally, so mid season last season, like July time. I told you guys. I've been I've been saying it for a while too. You know that. Yeah, and we got roasted in the chat. Like, mm. I, yeah, I, when was that? How long ago? I've been Last saying July. it for <clears throat> since like COVID year. Not saying that he's a bad manager. COVID year was our but best no. year as a club. But that's what I'm saying. If that was our best year as a club, that's still not good enough. Yeah, but we, we definitely took momentum from that. Right. And got better. So the year after that, decline, right? Slightly. Slight yeah. decline, right? But we're also without... One of our best players for I, I, a good amount. Of the we season. can continue as a club, as a fan base, as a club to make excuses, or we can cut the fucking shit and win games. How about that? Pato was hurt the whole season. DK was Pato in and was out. Fuck we had two chances to sign more players. Yeah, but we don't make decent. So signs. cut the fucking excuses. We have new ownership, right? They they've clearly shown they want to invest. They are clearly shown that they're not here to just stand around. You know, Mark Wilf wasn't here to celebrate that semifinal game. You know what I mean? He was here that when we lost that game in his eyes, he was going to relieve Oscar that night. I have a very strong feeling about that. The Rebels? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, owners, yes, they're invested in their clubs and stuff like that. They want to see stuff for finals. Opening day. Uh, you're just saying Darby's. That from an Arsenal perspective. <laughs> I'm sa- I'm saying it from a, a true, you know what I mean? How many American owners do you see showing up to semifinals? Were the Red Bulls some owners there? I don't I don't think so. Well, probably not. Uh, it's not also, like Mark Wolf lives here either, you know well, what I mean? Their owners are also I don't even know how the Red Bull football structure works. So who like that's a different situation. Yeah. I I have a very strong feeling that he was here if he lost that game, he was here to thank Oscar for everything he's done and to pa- and to tell him to move on. And I don't doubt that. But now that he's he's got through the semifinal, I feel like he's got over that hurdle. And now the final hurdle is <coughs> that the final. And either way, I think if he wins, he gets through the end of the season. If he loses, done. Right there. I don't know. Like I, if we were going to cut ties right then and there, that performance was like, oh, well, hang on. Let's Let's see what's going on. And then it's just been boom, boom, right back to where we were. Okay, so if you want to cut ties with them right now, who would you bring in? There's a couple. Um, I'll spring out the list. Different names out there. So you said one earlier um, that Zach disagreed with, but we would love to have here too. And his, mm-hmm. he's out there, Marcelo Biesa. BLC. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that would yeah. be, you know, it's a stretch, right? But we have owners that are invested and, and shelling out money, so the, I, I feel that we could match that type of obligation for him. He didn't perform well at Leeds in, in the end of his term, but we need somebody that's going to come in here and is going to be strict, you know what I mean, that's going to get everybody on the same page. That's going to get everybody wanting to work out in the field, run, do all that kind of stuff. So the type of football that he plays is way too fast-paced for the MLS. He's got a point. He's adapt- He adapted it, though. You know what I mean? At Leeds, you even saw that ad- adapt- adaptation going from that three-back to that 4-2-3-1. You know what I mean? Like He can adapt it to this level. But it is high speed. You're pressing. You never stop running. And that's just not exactly what the MLS is right now. You just need solid players so why can get their job done. I, I think we could have that team next year if we make the right signings. Well, then, but that's what I'm trying to say is, like, we're at a point as a league, right? We're starting to attract players. We're starting to – they're not young, or, I mean, they're not old. They're coming here in their primes of their careers rather than going to the championship, stuff like that. 
Like, he went over to Leeds when they were in the championship. It's not like it's such a stretch for him to be coming to here to the MLS. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, he's also 67. Does he want to stay in Europe and then finish out his career, or who knows? I don't. I oh, think you could retire in Florida, baby. Come well, on, no. I think you. He's somebody that you could convince to do the project. I don't think it's as much of a stretch as we feel like it is, and it'd be great. I do think that that's the type of mentality. The guy that I do realistically feel like we could get and would really like us to get is uh, Sampaoli from Marseille, former. Yeah, well, we both got former Marseille managers in there. Um, Andre Villas-Boas. Andre Villas. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's who I wanted. So both of them former Marseille managers. um, They're both not super big names, both younger, um, and they both play very good football. Um, Sampaoli's got a 1.89 PPG average over his entire career, so he's averaging two points per game, you know? Mm. Yeah. Rafa Benitez is another name that's out there. Obviously, I don't really necessarily want that. That's just a name signing, but that was somebody that I saw on the list. At this point, I don't even know if he'd attract players based on his but record at Everton. Somebody that I put on there that may be a little bit too high profile is Marco Roos from Dortmund. Yeah. I feel like that's a little too ho- high profile for us to be able to sign that, but that would, you know, like we need to try to sign somebody of that caliber. We're at a folk, like a, a point as a league and as a club that if we can bring in somebody like that, it'd be huge for us. Now, realistically, we're going to sign something like someone like Santiago Soliari from Club America. You know what it's I mean? It's more likely we go with like a, a South American or North Which, American coach rather than a European. Soliari would be a great option, I think, for us. Uh, you know that Madrid for years coaching marketing doing all the youth and stuff like that and then his first stint at club america didn't really go that great but it also wasn't awful you know they just have standards there so there's a lot of names that you know they're available right now you know it's not like there there aren't people out there like we're not going to call up potch you know what i mean i don't know but we could we can convince Soliari, somebody like that, to come here and invest in this project. So I just uh, found this man. Don't know. I honestly have never heard of him. Roberto De Zer- Zerbi, Z E R B I Zerbi Zerbi, however you want to say it. He's Italian. Um, he managed Shakhtar Donetsk from 2021 to 2022. They're running the Champions League last year. They, uh, was it a? Uh, they had a decent win but always managed to get them into the Champions League. Yeah, he's only there for a year, but he kept that that kept that going last year. Uh, and then he managed Sassuolo from 2018 to 2021. So he's got that pedigree, young manager. For me, he's only 43, so he's younger than Villas-Boas. Former attacking midfielder, and we want that attacking, attractive style of football. So I feel like a young, kind of, uh, not aggressive, but just attacking and going at it kind of football would be great. That's kind of why I want VS Boas, but we're probably going to get some guy we've never heard of out of Paraguay. Yeah, in the past I would say that, but I truly feel like it's different this time around. You know what I mean? Like everything's been different this season under this ownership. The investment on their end, the signings, the – the engagement with the fans like you know what i mean like it's different now so i could see us going after a higher profile name and trying to make a case to come here you know what i mean i would agree because like in the previous ownership we barely had money to splash on like player signings now we got a lot more money in the club we could make a bigger signing and coach. we've shown to make we've yeah. shown to at least in this past year we've shown that we're willing to make a big signing in the terms of Facundo willing to splash money so well, then you see this window and other than Nicholas Giochini I had no clue who either I, either of those guys were yeah and that comes down to we don't know if that's you know the scouting department coach's preference you know what I mean like Obviously, between the four of us, none of us know anything 
apart from a slight bit about Liga MX, none of us know anything about South American football. No. And that's partially probably on us. You know what I mean? We know that that's where a lot of our talent comes from, so we probably need to start watching more of that. But it's, it's even, even still, it's I'm sure they were shortlisted. There are players that have been on that list for a while. And they've been looking at for a long time, but uh, I would, I'd like to know if <coughs> Orlando was ever in contention for Luis Suarez because I know it came out saying I think it was S- Seattle, and I want to say in maybe uh, Toronto. To- <coughs> were, were like two teams. <coughs> there were two or three teams that were like fully in for him. But if we were ever in contention. Maybe he just said, no, I kind of see where your form is going. I don't want to be part of that. But like we should have been in for him. I think it comes down to the DP slot, right? We didn't have a DP slot available. Uh, well, yeah, and then we sold Mendez, and we were like, hmm, maybe we're selling Mendez to give Mo that money and then get to him buy that, DP Yeah, buy down a contract. And bring in Suarez on a DP. See, we were supposed to do that at the beginning of this season. Get Mo off the DP? Yeah. And we we're going to bring in a new DP. Like a new attacking DP, but we well, I mean, out. I feel like we've seen clubs kind of bend the rules in terms of LAFC. I don't know Miami how they've done that shit. Yeah, Miami. So Don Garber, baby. Yeah, when you're a big market team, you're able to do whatever the heck you want. When you can attract those names, and then the league also wants that just to better themselves. You're right, bound for. That's why you know. I say we we just need to go all in and try to, you know, make a case to bring in somebody. That's, then, all right, what position do you think we most need right now? Answer that, then I got another question. Like? Just position on the field. What do we need most right manager. now? Manager. Position on the field, what do we need most <laughs> right now? <laughs> um, manager, and then we need a... Gonna ask a nine. This question, uh, we so. need a, we need a nine. All that right, then who are you bringing in to fill that position? It's the same. It's the same thing as a manager. But you should, if you want a replacement, you should have someone. Benteke in was somebody that I would have brought in. Well, he's off the market now, so. Well, transfer market's closed, buddy. So. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I was looking forward to the summer window. Because we over we the summer window, so it's like I said before, we should be looking at the larger European clubs that are loaning out their young 18, 19, 20-year-old kids to these League 2 sides, these, you know, French sides and stuff like that. Like Florian Balogun, he plays like a more complete Benji at the 9 position. He moves around, he actually can finish, and he presses, wants to be on the ball. I think he's on a year-loan for 2.2 mil or something like that, you're telling me we couldn't make that deal happen? I mean, it's not really up to the club. It's up to the player. So he would, yeah, but again, he'd rather be playing, you know, a League 2 side versus an MLS. Didn't he get loaned out to the championship again? No, he's in France, actually. I can't remember remember where he went. I thought it was going to be Mills Road again, but I think I lied. Uh, Yeah, it might be France somewhere. Um, but yeah, like I hate to bring it back to Chelsea's transfer window, but like we see it with players like Rafinha. You're like, all right, Chelsea and Leeds have agreed a deal, so you're like, all right, it's done. But then the players like, no, I want this move here, and screws the whole thing up. Uh, yeah, that's so, that Chelsea and Rafinha. That's a whole nother story with Barcelona. So well, yeah, but it's the same principle as to where yeah, I mean, does a player want to come to MLS because the MLS still has that stigma of not being the best league? But now you see Ricky push Ricky Puig coming. Maybe that changes things for the league, and then we have the new Apple deal and like a lot more money coming through next year. Yeah, so things could change. No, and we're at a critical point. Like we keep saying this, this is a World Cup year. You know what I mean? Like this was the big year for MLS attention for the next couple of years before the United States World Cup. Like we really need to get everything in a row before that point. And you know, it's a it's a focal point. Like we say, we have to. We, as a league and as a club, have to spend the money to keep up with the rest of the the, the world. I think 2026 is a really good point because you have all those players coming in. It may attract some players to, you know, stay in the U.S. You know, we've got some 
pretty good spots that we're playing in for the World Cup. So hopefully that'll attract some more players. And by by that time, we may see more of an influx of top-tier quality players. Well, yeah, you want to increase the strength of the league over the next three years after this. So that way, when the World Cup comes around, you're collecting all those players that are looking to make a mark going into the World Cup so they can make that roster. You know what I mean? You All those players that are like fringe players over in the top leagues, but they just need playing time to score goals and do stuff. But that, that's where the European, European schedule fits better because the MLS schedule runs and then cuts off during the World Cup. The European schedule is fit around the World Cup. Well, this year is different. Yeah, yeah. but next, like, all World Cups after no, this. No, yeah, yeah, you're it, right. It's, we are the league that is off. I completely forgot about that. So, yeah. right now, you can't even say that this year the MLS would have been better because now the, or the Prem has started back up. All of the European leagues have started back up. So, we didn't even have that excuse for us. If we were the only league to be running until the World Cup... Maybe you see people asking for like six month loans to the MLS, but that was literally our only chance, and it didn't even work out for us like that. So it's just not great. Until the MLS, also that's another thing with promotion, relegation, salary cap, DPS, all that. The other thing is getting on a European schedule. It's never gonna happen. Uh, the only reason being you got to compete with the NBA and the NFL. No, the did our winners are fucked. I feel like European winners are also bad too. No, nah. the weather in the weather in England period is shit. always shit. Like yeah. every okay. every week. What happened when uh, USA played in uh, St. Paul in Minnesota United Stadium? Yeah, it, fucking one negative match. twenty. Dude, that's the normal there. Are there sports that happen across so, the U.S. that happen throughout the year? The NFL plays through it. What are outdoors? Is there an outdoor sport? I don't even know. I mean. Wolverhampton is not a very warm place to play either, bud. The, like, the weather is not an excuse at this point. The only thing is having to compete for a viewership and money between the NFL and the NBA. NHL. Which we are yeah. not at that point yet. We're, we're maybe getting to that point, but as of right now, we have no shot. Would it? Do you think the league would level out in viewership, or do you think it would take a massive dip? If we were to compete with NBA, NFL? Or do you just... Well, uh, well actually... We could start seeing that because I believe the Apple deal has almost all games on Saturdays and then one or two games on Wednesday, maybe Friday night. So they're really working. Like then you compete with college football, but you're not competing with the NFL on Sundays. Mm. And then you have Wednesdays, which is what you don't really have anything. Maybe NBA games on Wednesdays. Yeah. And then Fridays, college football. I mean, there's like 88 of them, so you can miss an NBA game. Yeah, so like you're, I think you're kind of working towards that maybe with what you're seeing in this Apple deal. They planned it out to where they don't have to compete with the big programs. But um, still, college football is still a, a decently massive, big, but it's you maybe it gets more viewership. I don't know the numbers between college football and the NFL, but like I'm sitting down and watching Red Zone on Sundays instead of watching yeah Colorado v whoever. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see how this. Apple deal affects everything. You know what I mean? Like, it, is it going to help with viewership? Is it going to hurt? Because I personally don't have Apple TV. You get a free subscription with it with season ticket members. Yeah, things. that's that's great. But you know, if if these clubs aren't doing stuff like that, you know what I mean? It's not another subscription that I'm interested in paying yeah. for. Well, I mean, not many people are sitting down and watching random MLS games right now. I'm not opening up ESPN Plus to watch Colorado right. versus RSL. So are you really changing anything? Well, mm. Yeah, because now this game's not going to be on My65. It's going to be on Apple TV exclusively. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be able to turn on my regular TV to be able to watch that game now. I'm either going to have to go to the game or I'm going to have to buy that subscription. And get the device to have it compatible on. If you have an Android phone, you're screwed. Can't watch it on your phone. If you have an Android know. phone, you're just chalked already. So. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a lot of good that Actually, comes with that. Actually, you can deal. watch Apple TV yeah, on there's Android. A, can you? Yeah. Is there an app for Apple TV yeah. on Android? Yeah, there's there's a lot of good that comes with it, but there's also a lot that could. <coughs> well done. Yeah, the money go wrong. We get a money well massively. Yeah. Uh, 
This, uh, also, if we win in the cup, we do get money too. Yeah, three hundred k. I fuck it. <laughs> Buy down money. Three hundred k. That was the rest. Of, what was that? That's what we, the money that we got for without add-ons. That's the money that we got from Mendes. All I know <laughs> is that we do win the Open Cup and we do get into the Champions League. That's a selling point to players. We're playing of in players a, and manager. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that we need to have. We need to win this cup to save our season. Is pretty much what it comes down to. Oh, it's six 100%. games away, but it's just I. I know it's hard to do it. You know what I mean. But I, I guess it comes down to me and seeing the Arsenal, uh, you know, firing Emery and then Mikel coming in and winning the cup. The FA Cup, you know, in his like first week as manager, he was also it was one. It wasn't the first week. Two, he was also a shit manager in the league for two years. Who, Emery? No, what's his face? Arteta. He can't. Didn't, it, I. I'm sorry. He, he. I thought he came in and won a trophy within like his first month. I mean, it might have been. Uh, you said first week the first time. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. I. I Exaggerating, obviously, but I think it was within his first month he won the FA Cup. It might have been, yeah, but then he also didn't have to do anything. But if it was a month, he didn't have to do anything but maybe win the semifinal and then win the final against a very so, injured Chelsea side, might I say. We are asking the MLS equivalent of a new manager to come in and do the exact same thing. Yeah, but also Oscar has the ability to do that. And Emery had the ability to do that too, but we got fed up with it. You know what I mean? Like, so I I think that's my that's why I'm at the point where I, it's like we can do it here at the MLS equivalent, and things will be better. I agree, but I feel like Oscar's like the way he plays a game is set up for winning a final, but he's never done it. What do you mean by that? He just sets his team up to to get ahead and just hold a lead. Yeah, well, that's what he's always done. Fucking shit way to win a match. Can't lie. hundred percent. Yeah, but we've but seen time and time again where we have the lead. I we, agree. We sit oh, I back. Agree. We I'm invite all this. All we invite fight. all this pressure, and what happens? We end up conceding not too long after. Yeah, I mean, I get what you mean. Like he sets the team up to be able to suffer. You know what I mean? And they should be able to come through that type of thing. Mm. But. I don't know about be able to come through it. Well, they should. You know what I mean? If you if your team is consistently playing a defensive style, you know what I mean? You should be able to suffer and come through the other side. I wouldn't say we're consistently playing a defensive style though because we we play 45 to 60 minutes of actually decent attacking football. Right. And then if we're up 1-0 at that point, like, mm, yeah, let's fuck off and sit back. So this is still every single match we play. We do that crap. If we go up one 0 right? Mm, no, because we just went down one 0 in the Open Cup and then said, "No, we're not here for losing at home in the Open Cup and scored five. Correct, because we didn't go up one 0 Yeah, yeah. So every time we go up one 0 we sit. Yeah, which is a stupid fucking. So idea. It, we've consistently done it. You know what I mean? We should have gotten to the point now where we can be able to sit well, and break. There's a reason it hasn't worked. Because it's shit. I'm not defending the guy. I, I'm just saying I understand the statement that he made that the team is set up to be able to play in a big game because in a final, you know there's going to be periods of that match where you're going to suffer. You're not going to have possession of the ball. You're going to have to sit there. You're going to have to defend. So, yes, we've been able to do that for long stretches. Have we been able to keep the clean sheet? No. But we've been able to do that. Now... Is that the way that we're going to be able to win this final? Obviously not, sitting back and breaking. But oh, yeah, that, that idea is like saying, I have this idea, but it's shit. So you can have a, an idea. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can have an idea, and you can try to do it. You can try to do it to the best of your ability. You can do it to the best of your ability. But because it's a shit idea, right. it won't work. And that's what we've seen because we've dropped like 20 points when leading in the season. I get it, it's just, but it's it's the same like thing. Second. We could have 40 points, if, even if it was just half. If we didn't drop 20, we dropped 10. We could be 
I think it's like 42 and 45 maybe at the top of the East. We could have 40 points right now sitting in like third. But no. Yeah. We yeah. want to be shit. Yeah, I get it. But, I mean, we see it every single team, you know, especially like opening week in the Prem. It's, you know, you see that emotions are high. There's going to be long stretches of the game a lot of times when you're playing a good team where you're just not going to be able to get into the game. And you're going to have to be able to just stay compact, stay organized, and defend. Yeah, you but can to do it for so long is extremely hard. Like, I was watching the, the, the Nottingham Forest game. <laughs> I forgot who they played. They did the <laughs> that same That fucking shit as set piece. You saw. You saw. Yeah. That fucking set piece. From which game? The Nottingham set piece. Did you see that? The second. Wait. Where there was not a single Nottingham Forest player oh, in the box, and they all, all 11 of them, except, I'm sorry, all 10 of them just come running into frame. Newcastle's defense was, like, right on top of the 18. You, you couldn't see a Nottingham player on the screen. And they all just come in running like it's an as As Jesse Lingard's, like, running up on, like, making his run up. Well, yeah, that's special. But, like, <laughs> I was watching the game. They sat back for the entirety of the game. Yep. What happened? They lose 2-0, yep. and they looked absolutely shit. So, like, some teams are fit to be able to do that. Real Madrid is set up to be able to defend for 90 minutes, break, and score that one or two goals because they have that type of player. Yeah, well, I was say, well, the quality that they have compared I'm, to Orlando City is I'm not making that. night and day, and the, the, the quality of the opponents that they play in Orlando City is a lot. Oh, yeah, lot of course. Like Orlando City playing D.C. is a lot closer than Real Madrid playing whoever the bottom of the league is. Right. You could see them doing it in the Champions League, though. This is the Nottingham corner. <laughs> yeah. Just running in. And he catches it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? My watch is telling me to breathe. But I'm feeling stressed and I depressed. Why. I, I wasn't like comparing Orlando City to Madrid. I'm just talking about like the style of player that they have and the way that their team is constructed. You know what I mean? You see defensive midfielders and players that can break sit compact and break you know what i mean we don't have that style so we're not going to be able to sit compact for 70 minutes break out and 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 that's what they did against liverpool in the champions league final and it worked that's (laughs) because trent can't fucking defend trent can't defend and the quality like not even just between like real madrid and like hitafe getting relegated in la liga the difference in real madrid and orlando city is like Galaxies. As soon as you start talking about two different leagues, everybody, you listen to the words that I say. The style of player. Yes. So meaning a six, they play with two, a six and an eight rather than a ten. You know what I mean? Versus the way that we play with our six, eight, and ten, and an attacking style. Because Pato is not going to sit and and defend for seventy minutes. You know what I mean? That's not Pato's cup of tea. He's it's also not, not Modric's style, but he did it. He's he's fit in very well there. But you you're talking about Cruz versus er, like a Urso type player. You know what I mean? A Cruz type player versus an Urso type player. They're not similar. You have somebody that's more set up and able to defend. That was a Mendez type player for us. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that Real Madrid and Orlando City. You know we're gonna play in the fucking. You know, Club World Cup, and we're gonna whoop their ass because you know, yeah. Up the boys of purple. The fuck. I'm just saying the way that that team is built, the way that it's constructed, a stout back line, a strong midfield, and players up top that can run and break and break free, and Kareem Benzema that can hold the ball up and feed it out to the wings. That's how they're set up. You know what I mean? They have a striker that can finish. Well, that's besides the point. You know what I mean? Play a simple pass. Yeah. We're not set up to be able to do that. You know what I mean? I mean, you, we are. You kind of are, though, because you see with Juan. With Juan, yeah, you see, <laughs> y- yes, but yes. that's the MLS equivalent. No, we the, are set up to break. We're set up to play more like a Liverpool. You know what I mean? Uh, just because they have Trent, be, we're set up to more. That. We're set up to play more like a Arsenal. Uh, uh, you're stretching on that one. No. <laughs> I, you're, you're just going to have to sit down. I'm going to send you a link to a video later, and I'm going to let you watch the tactics of Arsenal and watch the way that Orlando City should play. But we can't do that. Yes, we can. <laughs> no, we can't. Yes, We, we don't c- have the quality on the pitch. There's certain There are certain ways to play that take quality. If I can't 
you can take a high school team and play one way, but you're not going to be able to take a middle school team and play the same way. Right. So you, but you're you're telling me that we can't have our center back split. We can't have our right back and our left back play alongside in the midfield. Get up and invert because now we don't need who on. We can let. So we're having Partey sit in the situation and have we're a, having Cesar Mendez yeah. sit. Or Cesar, I'm sorry. Cesar Mendez. Jesus Cesar Christ. Cesar sit. Our fullbacks are now joining along in the midfield. midfield. Yeah. Now, when Tierney plays, he plays like Juan and flies up on the left. Yeah, he should. But when so Zinchenko Juan. plays, he comes into the midfield, and now we have a three in the midfield, as well as having that ability to play three at the back because Cesar is not really sitting. So is Joel pinching in? He's sitting along in that midfield line rather than sitting along in the back in the back three then up top you have your wingers keep wide and you and you allow benji to play the half spaces to connect those areas martin odegaard plays the eight jock i'm sorry martin plays the 10 jocka plays the eight urso plays the eight what's his name mo plays the 10 we See, literally have the same stylistic players, just the MLS equivalent. See, that's a problem right there. I don't think Mo should be our cam or our number 10. Who should? Um, or do you think we should play we without should, one? We should bring someone in next. I'm talking about next <laughs> season. Should we should replace the man. <laughs> no, you think should, Pato could play that, that maybe, position? But we should. Mo's never been a number 10. Never. He was playing right mid. At uh, wherever you were playing, Russia. And he played the eight. He was never a number 10. He doesn't score. He has beautiful passing range. He can make a beautiful ball, but he can't. He's not like, he's not a threat going towards goal. Yeah, he doesn't have like a, what's it called? We need a number 10 that can score and assist. Let's see. I want a good And if we had fucking Mo as a number eight, um, he doesn't have, like, that killer instinct to take a shot on the top of the box. But he has a killer instinct to, to take a shot on a free kick when the keeper's lined up on his near post. So then we play Mo at the 8 and we play Pato at the 10. I, mean, yeah. he, I think he played that role against, the, against Arsenal, right? And he I did it well. It was literally like watching a mirror in that match, the way that Arsenal played. Like we Arsenal were also split open. Their center backs were... Your first half center backs were shit. <laughs> talking yeah, about two guys that are no longer with the club. Oh, Rob Holding still with the club. Well, I'm sorry. I thought we're talking about Nuno and Pablo Mari on that goal. Oh, but yeah, Rob Holding still with the club. But the other two that were responsible for that breakdown, literally, as soon as they got off the plane in London, were put in fucking other planes to go to wherever Going the hell. Fucking Benji Michelle. <laughs> Poor, right? Fucking oh, atrocious. Finish that. That's. But you know what? They still would never play for your club in, in Europe. Because yep. both of your clubs are playing in the second tier of Europe. You're about to not be playing in Europe. You're We're so confident. You're on fucking crack. Raise You're your so hand. confident. We are one match weekend. Raise your hand if you actually created a goal that you scored this weekend. No? You had a you had a yeah, stoppage. We, you, you guys scored did, on a pen, right? Did we create the opportunity to uh, get the pen? No, you had a dipshit that was just that got handsy. Bro, Decore and Yerry Mina both need to put just be put on watch. <laughs> Yerry Mina Sterling needs to be put on watch. No, he was on the ball. It's not his fault. <laughs> he was on the ball, that's for sure. I saw this video that was... Um, <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up over there. You want to talk about Harry Maguire already being peak form with the one picture of him like holding, holding the player's <laughs> leg up in the air. Ankle, favorite ankle locks of all bitch. time. He's also the reason that you conceded the first goal. Yeah, my three favorite ankle locks of all time. Chris Jericho, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Harry Maguire. Two wrestlers and Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire go. made his players <laughs> stand on the wrong side. <laughs> stand on the wrong side of the tunnel. That man is a mess. All right, we're bantering. We're getting to that Late point, word, right? And it's Horrible. already ten forty-five. So yeah, we so we uh, need to skedaddle. Follow us on Instagram at OCFanTV, on Twitter at OCFanTV22, on TikTok at OCFanTV, on YouTube. Well, if you're seeing our ugly faces, you already know that, but it's OCFanTV on um, Orlando City Fan TV. Orlando City Fan TV, sorry. On um, Spotify, if you're listening to us, you obviously already know where to find us because we're on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other streaming platforms. Stars. 
rate us five stars, like, subscribe, hit the notifications. We were doing good. We were on a streak there of a couple weeks in a row without asking about when the fan reacts were going to come out, and then one of you idiots did one it. One of you Tottenham fans. No, there's yeah. a guy on Twitter. Yep. Said, when's the YouTube video coming out? Yesterday. You gave me less than 24 hours. Yeah, mate. Calm down. Turn on the notifications. It'll let you know. Find out. It'll, you'll let you know yeah. when, when it comes out. If not, you're just going to get blocked from the channel, and you'll never oh, be able to see it. Whoa, no, I'm kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Other than, that, other than that, that's uh, three episodes for me with no beans. So. And we forgot one thing. Whoever on Twitter has at OCFanTV, we don't care about your Jason Christ murder mysteries. Give us the Twitter handle at OCFanTV, or murder mysteries will soon be about you. Um, Facts. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, you got anything to close out? No. It's time to go. Ooh, Dave, you got anything? It's, it's really close to getting to it's time to go. It's time so, to fucking go. It's time to go for Can us. we fucking please tighten up for the last however many months we have left? What are we in August? And make the fucking playoffs August. August. Ten, ten games. Ten matches in an Open Cup final. Tighten the fuck up and let's Pause. let's bring some hope to Orlando City, please. So tighten the fuck up. Pause. Let's get that out of here. Don't know if that was either a stretch from you or not. Um, yeah, vamos Orlando. <laughs> Summertime sadness. <laughs> <laughs>